everybody welcome back to another episode of the lighthouse bible podcast i'm your host lively mike and welcome today we are answering a really important question i would say the most important question which is does god exist that's what we're going to be doing today so most of the information i'm going to be presenting to you guys i have sourced from the presentation by dr frank Tarik. Uh, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. He's written a book. That's the title of the book. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Check him out on YouTube. And he has a website cross-examined. He's got a podcast. He's got all that good stuff with a ton of really good information for both believers and atheists. If you're looking for answers, that would be one of the very first channels I would send you to. So Dr. Frank Derrick makes the statement that the only four questions that you need to answer affirmatively to prove that Christianity is true, which is one, does truth exist? Does God exist? Are miracles possible? And is the New Testament true? If you can answer those questions correctly and affirmatively, then Christianity is true. And today we're going to be going over the second question, does God exist? So we're going to be looking at the arguments for the existence of God and we're going to do that without even opening our Bibles so there are three main questions when it comes to arguing the existence of atheistic God which is the cosmological argument the design argument and the argument of morality the very first one the cosmological argument is the argument that the big the universe had a beginning and if the universe had a beginning, it has a beginner, right? And let's start off with a couple of quotes from some popular mainstream scientists that you might have heard from or heard of. Uh, the first being Dr. Stephen Hawking, who says, Almost everyone now believes that the universe and time itself had a beginning at the Big Bang. Uh Another scientist, Dr. Alexander, Dr. Alexander Vilinkin, says, With the proof now in place, cosmologists can no longer hide behind the possibility of a past eternal universe. There is now no escape. They have to face the problem of a cosmic beginning. And that's what we're going to be discussing today. The Big Bang, the beginning of the universe. If the universe had a beginning, it must have a beginner. And the evidence leaves us with only two possibilities or two options which is either no one created something out of nothing or someone created something out of nothing which is more reasonable the first is the atheistic worldview that nothing created the universe that we live in and that it is all nature and it all happened by chance and the second is the theistic worldview that god created the universe so the big bang the big bang by definition is a miracle webster's dictionary webster's dictionary defines a miracle as an extremely outstanding or unusual event thing or accomplishment or an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs uh, so if we if we look at the big bang as a miracle every miracle has a miracle worker because we reason from cause to effect that is the law of causality that everything comes 
to be everything that it comes to be has a cause everything that has a beginning has a cause and with that being said that means that there has to be an uncaused first cause which is either the universe or something outside the universe we are confident that things don't just pop into existence by nothing from nothing without a cause and even if they did why doesn't it, why doesn't everything come into existence by nothing out of nothing without a cause that just doesn't happen if the universe came into existence by nothing out of nothing without a cause then why doesn't everything else if space time and matter had a beginning out of nothing whether whatever created space time and matter cannot be made out of space time and matter whatever created space time and matter has to be spaceless timeless immaterial powerful to create the universe out of nothing and personal to choose to create personal because to go from a state of nothing to creating something out of nothing a choice must be made and only persons can make choices the being would also have to be intelligent in order to have a mind to make a choice when you think of a spaceless timeless immaterial powerful personal and and intelligent first cause or being who do you think of but for us to get to the christian god we have to do some more research once you figure out who jesus is then you figure out that the same being who walked out of the tomb 2000 years ago is the same being in whose divine nature created the universe out of nothing that's a quote by doc, dr frank turick the second argument the design argument the universe is so fine tuned that it shows that it has been designed there's so many there's so many factors and aspects of the universe that have been so finely tuned stephen hawking if the expansion rate of the universe was different by one part in a thousand million million a second after the big bang the universe would have collapsed back on itself or never developed galaxies some more evidence is that the universe is precisely tuned with us in mind if the gravitational force were altered by one part in 10 to the 40th power stars would not exist and therefore neither would we now one part to the 40th power is a really big number it is one with 40 zeros behind it and if you change just one in that number stars would not exist that is too specific a number to happen by chance our solar system is also designed with us in mind uh one of the evidences for that is that the earth is in what scientists call the goldilocks zone which is the distance of a planet away from its star such that life is possible on that planet earth is in the goldilocks zone of our solar system um such that life is possible another evidence is that the axial tilt of the earth is 23 and a half degrees if that was altered in any way life would not be possible the earth's 364 day rotation around the earth the size of the moon and its distance from the earth uh another is jupiter's orbit and size why is jupiter important jupiter is important because 
Jupiter attracts most of the debris in the solar system to it instead of us. If you were to look at some of the pictures of Jupiter, you would see asteroids the size or bigger than the Earth that would have wiped us out if Jupiter was not there. Jupiter attracts a lot of the space debris to itself instead of towards the Earth. Another is the distance between the average star in our galaxy is 30 trillion miles. All that distance is necessary for life on Earth. Argument number three, uh, the moral argument. Obviously, I'm going over these things very quickly. I'm going to do a more in-depth episode on all of these different pieces of evidence about the universe and the existence of God in the universe, the entire design argument of the universe. I'll do some more in-depth episodes later on. But for now, I'm just going briefly going over the content of the uh, presentation by Dr. Frank Turek, which I still suggest that you guys go check it out on YouTube. I'll leave a link in the description below. Uh, on to the third argument, which is the moral argument. Now, the question is, do we determine morality or do we discover morality? On to the moral argument. In order for us to talk about the, the issue of morality, we need to ask a few questions. Now, the first question would be, do we determine morality? Do we d determine our own morality? Or do we discover morality? The second question would be the more important question, which is, does evil exist? If evil exists, that means good has to exist. And in order for good to exist, God has to exist. Because in order for you to have evil, you must have good. You must have some standard of good. And good requires God. C.S. Lewis wrote it best in his book, Mere Christianity, as, as an atheist, my argument against God was that the universe seemed so cruel and unjust. But how had I got to this idea of just and unjust? A man does not call a line crooked unless he has some idea of a straight line. What was I comparing this universe with when I called it unjust? Evil is not something on its own. Evil is the absence of good. Just like darkness is not something of it on its own, it is the absence of light. Something can't be wrong if there is no standard of right. Something cannot be unjust if there is no standard of what is just. Morality cannot exist on its own. There must be an objective morality or else it is just your opinion over mine. At the end of the day, if God does not exist, then ultimately it's just your opinion versus mine. Uh, God's nature is morality's true north. Without God's nature, there is no good and there is no evil. To deny God is to deny that there is a good and there is an evil. For from these three arguments, we can see that there is a spaceless, timeless, moral person who creates all things and sustains all things. So, what could God do in order to show us who to listen to? 
and for that we would need to answer the third question which is are miracles possible and we will cover that in our next episode thanks for listening guys